0: Many call us tastemakers, cultural prophesizers, oracles of the next big thing. I'm Maisha. And I'm Emily. And we're here to tell you, it's, it's good, actually. good actually.
1: This is the first ever episode of It's Good Actually, commemorative in many ways. Um, so you've, you've like got your tea- I've got yeah. my soup, which in many countries could be considered tea. I feel like I'm like trying too hard to be funny.
0: Oh, it's good. <laughs> okay. It's good. It's good, actually. Okay. I love okay. that. Okay, we've I- solved the podcast. <laughs> we're like that scene in Little Woman when Bob
1: Odenkirk shows up and is like, my little women. That's what you just did. That is you're what right. you just did.
0: You're- oh my God, you're right.
1: Oh this my brings God. it
0: all back like full circle. Full circle. <laughs> <laughs> we were planning this. <laughs> So let's just sort of cut to the meat, the meat of the bones. (laughs) We're going to talk about one of the hardest things to actually talk about and fully explain. Um, The phenomenon that is Dune. Yeah, like I was calling it a beast earlier, and that's (laughs) what it
1: is. (laughs) Okay, Emily, let me ask you the question on everyone's mind. Yeah. What is Dune?
0: (laughs) What is Dune. Yeah, I knew you were going to ask this question and I'm still not even prepared for it. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, let's let's let's
1: let's uh, uh turn the gears on the time machine to what the 80s? I don't know. It feels like an 80s sci-fi sort of thing. Right?
0: Well, the book was actually published in 1965. Okay, so um, immediately I was incorrect. Okay, cool. <laughs> 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 I, have like the Wikipedia
1: page pulled all. up,
0: and I'm like, but I'm not gonna read it. I'm just wait, the Wikipedia page is where it calls the Dune universe the Duneverse. I'm going to say Dune Dune 2021.
1: Hello, um, welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to going to be talking about Dune. 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 This is a BBC production. <laughs> okay, so uh, lay down the premise for me. Like, what is the elevator pitch for the book Dune? Which I feel like you and like Two other people I know have read it in the last
0: year. the The tweet that said that Dune shouldn't be a movie; it should be an edible <laughs> is, I think, what what uh, sums it up better than I ever <laughs> could. Which is to say Elaborate. that, it's like, I don't know. There's, um, there is sci-fi. Obviously, it's like mm-hmm. considered by many to be like the paragon of sci-fi, the blueprint, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. Like George Lucas considers it an inspiration for Star Wars, which is hilarious to me. Um, it's like I don't know. There's political intrigue. There's no technology because this is a world where they've eliminated technology in favor of using high tech, advanced minds um, oh instead God. to solve like interstellar space travel. Basically, there's so
1: like, so. This is literally Galaxy Brain. B-
0: yes, exactly like literally exactly right there's warring political factions Uh there's like a weird like I I don't know there's like a a a legion of like witch women they call them like witches because they've like sort of like kind of work underground and they're like working toward okay I'm getting like I'm like going into details (laughs) that like shouldn't be discussed yet (laughs) you're like there's there's like um I don't know like terraforming like Ecology themes, so there's like environmentalism at play here. There's like weird religious elements. Okay, it has everything. It has it all. A little, a little something for every viewer. A little something for everyone.
1: (laughs) And that's why, that's why it should have come out during Christmas. It would have been the perfect Christmas family movie. (laughs) So true. All I know, okay. All I know about Dune is that it was a movie with Kyle MacLachlan and sting <laughs> and then it did really badly and nobody talked about it for like 20 years and then all of a sudden like timothy chalamet is gonna be in it with oscar isaac
0: yeah so that's like kind of true and also space worm space yeah, of worm. course of course yeah, yeah we haven't even like touched on the sandworms yet. right
1: I'm like where where does the space worm fit in
0: (laughs) you're like so I'm explaining all of this and you're just thinking to yourself (laughs) so somewhere a worm fits into
1: this (laughs) exactly that's exactly what's going through my brain (laughs) my god I love being in sync
0: that's like pretty much like my like take on it before I like tried to, like before I read the book, before I okay. tried to like approach the series, I was like, those were literally my thoughts. I was like, somewhere there's a sandworm in this <laughs> <and> that's <laughs> all that I know.
1: So, but this is before you tapped into like the essence of Dune, like the, the yeah, dune So I
0: was like thinking about this earlier today, actually, I was like, wait, like how did I even get into Dune? It feels like it's been like so long ago, but it was <laughs> literally because I, I think that I heard about this new film coming out like the first time that it was announced and all yeah. i knew was that timothy Chalamet was attached to play to per- exactly to play main character paul atreides and like i don't it was sort of like in the cultural periphery just because it's like timmy c well i mean dune just because of oh, like, right. the Sci-fi. books yeah mm-hmm. yeah the books are like a lasting enduring cultural phenomenon even in, like, a cold way, kind of, up until now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I knew about The Worm, and that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that David Lynch had directed um, a version as well, but I, like, kind of had no... Which is wild, because
1: when I think David Lynch, I'm not thinking, like, space movie.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, because also, like, in terms of... It, I mean, it is, like, bonkers. Like, the 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 sheer amount of just, like wild things that happen within the dune within the dune universe within the dune universe like, the g-universe <laughs> are like in many ways very lynchian it's like a very heady book in many yeah. ways it's like you get into like the psyche in the way that lynch kind of uh does with his films but right. i think because it wasn't a lynch source material <laughs> that the adaptation was like it didn't work,
1: right? Like it, it, it's very Lynchian in 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 substance, but the execution just. But the
0: film is like the least Lynchian of all of his right. films, right? Right, uh, but
1: that's I was kind of telling you this earlier. It's that like David. David Lynch needs to sort of like get into bed with like his source material. Like he exactly. needs to he needs to be yes. doing the tango. Like he that's needs to true. be he needs to be whining, dining and 69ing his source material. <laughs> of and course. I like I feel like he couldn't do that cuz like I guess when you adapt like a cult classic from the 60s you're like,
0: "Oh, what do I do?" Exactly. And that's not to say that like David Lynch didn't have the right girls for his film. I mean, <laughs> oh no, his, like, his okay, girls, Kyle McLaughlin, okay, yeah, know, he was an excellent Let- leading man. Uh, I'm
1: just okay, like, we got to talk about the original casting of the 1984 yeah. movie. So, yeah. like, it's Kyle McLaughlin playing Paul Atreides' main character. Mm-hmm. We have Francesca Anis. I don't know if she's famous for anything, but she, like, recently, um, she did a bunch of those like Agatha Christie mysteries. So, real Agatha had snow, and then <laughs> of the, and then the third credited guy was Sting. So
0: interesting. And to think about also Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart, Stewart the, is in it as well. Randomly, uh, that's the only other like really notable one that like sticks out to me I'm mm-hmm. sure that <laughs> I'm sure that these other uh billings here are notable in their own way right
1: yeah like like, like the like these like kind of classic British actors who probably are related to each other no for sure
0: yeah 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 um, I mean I feel bad that I like can't think of the names of who played who exactly um Baron Harkonnen like did he he put on a show, I will tell you that. He is so like campy and wonderful and just like disgusting in the best way. I I like say this with love because there is a lot of love for the 1984 version of Dune, even though it's no one's like cup of tea. It's it's no one's like definitive version. Right. Nobody Dune. was like,
1: nobody was like, yeah, this is it. This is it. This actually. is what goes. Uh, <laughs> this is it actually.
0: Nobody, <laughs> nobody watched this movie and said.
1: It's good, actually. <laughs> <Exactly>.
0: <laughs> People watch this are like, "What did you do to do?" <laughs> okay,
1: so um, we're gonna play for you the audio version of the "Due 1984" trailer. So get a get get a earful of this. Okay.
0: A beginning is a very delicate time. Know then that it is the year 10,191. In this time, the most precious substance in the universe is the spice melange. The spice extends life. The spice exists on only one planet in the entire universe. The planet is Arrakis, also known as Dune. How do you feel um to be quite honest I feel bored I hate like characters like just kind of like in a very monotone voice just like explaining what's going on and that's yeah. exactly what's happening here um yeah. this character's princess Irulan not that that um really matters for actually the majority of the story um mm-hmm. she like if you read the book each chapter starts with these like little like passages and they look like they're like all taken from these like fictional like manuals and like writings and things within the universe. World and they're building written by they're written by her. Mm-hmm. Um so she's explaining here what spice is. What do you think spice is from this? Um opium. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like fair. I mean, because <laughs> it shares the name, but it like it's odd because Spice wait, in Dune does like so many things. Wait, what do they call it actually? They like called it something. Melange. 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 Melange, but they they also mostly call it spice. I feel like in the book. Um it's it's both. It's interchangeable kind of. Interesting. Um, but yeah, and the <laughs> I think the funniest thing about spice is that it supposedly tastes like cinnamon.
1: <laughs> That's why it's being released in October. Because True. It, uh,
0: it's cinnamon. That's exactly... <laughs> okay, you know what? Brilliant marketing.
1: Brilliant marketing. All the drama about the Christmas release and then, like, the studio, like... Upheaval. Yeah, exactly.
0: This was the right decision in the end.
1: Right. Everything that's meant to be is meant to be. Exactly. Is what I'm understanding from this. I
0: really hope that, like, when I go to see this and I will see this in, sorry, an Alamo draft house, that they do some sort of, like, um, themed food for this. And if they don't have, like, a cinnamon... Alcoholic beverage for me to consume, I will be a little peeved.
1: <laughs> they, they they just like hand you like a Rub and Coke and stick a churro in there, and you are like, this is, this is the Dune, this is the Dune drink.
0: <laughs> okay, wait, wait, here is ten thousand and whatever. <laughs> this is what people are drinking. <laughs> there is no technology. <laughs> so spices, they say that it extends life. That's like the one thing that they told you that it actually does. Like in the trailer, yeah, that is true the spice is also like what's responsible for all of like the galaxy braining that happens here so the reason Ooh. that they're able to like you know navigate through the stars without without um computers is because of the spice mm-hmm. another thing about it is that this is the substance that turns everyone's eyes like blue like wait that's t- on purpose yes from con- from continued <laughs> um consumption of spice in like many different ways honestly there's like spice beer that they drink oh they they like eat spice it's like my god it's their whole cuisine and it turns their eyes blue.
1: hold on so you're okay i thought that i thought that screen cap of the movie where how mclachlan (laughs) is staring directly into the camera with these piercing blue eyes was actually like a funny photoshop but it's not you're telling me that's like That's like in canon. That's like what's happening to him as he's consuming the spice. Yep, absolutely. That that's not like some like Tumblr edit that like that just went viral. Yeah, and some of
0: I don't know if you saw some of like the posters that were released kind of recently for the new one, but they um some of the key characters had blue blue eyes. eyes. Does
1: does Timmy C sports some baby blues in this? I don't remember. He does eventually. I mean,
0: because Um, he okay,
1: okay, we'll we'll get there, but he's not Emily, Emily. I n- I know you know what is Timmy C's natural eye color?
0: It, I think it's <laughs> like <laughs> hazel. Oh I my think. god! She
1: knows the hue. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what I literally have next to me? Okay, okay, for those of you at home listening, it's a tiny little action figure of Timmy C as Paul Atreides.
0: I saw Timothy like post an Instagram story where he had one of these and (laughs) I like saw it. I was like, I need to own one of these. You must
1: that's really special that you kind of have that next to you. I think it is. And he stands
0: actually next to another figurine of Luigi. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the the two wolves that are battling inside his exactly.
1: You know, people keep being like, people keep thinking that I'm in love with Timothy Chalamet. Like, not based on anything, just assuming based on my personality. And that's fair. That's fair. But I think in college, when Timmy was coming into his his fame, I like you just sort of had such a gorilla grip on that <laughs> that I was like, you know what? Like she's taking care of it. You know? Like they got it. It's cool. <laughs> you know so but That's it's so it's, funny to it's, me it's a fair assumption though i think that when people are like aren't you obsessed with timothy shalloway i'm like i i understand why you would think <laughs> this but actually
0: i did outsource that a little bit so-, so in many ways timothy is responsible for um my current um obsession with dune right and all of its he's forms. like the, he's like he's like the bridge Exactly. He's the catalyst for all of this. He's 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 related
1: to so many things. He's related to that. He's related to... You know, this is not Timmy C's first uh, rodeo with sci-fi. You know, it was his first rodeo with sci-fi. Please <laughs>
0: tell me. Matthew McConaughey and Interstellar. True. True. I read something the other day and I don't remember where it was, but it was like, it was kind of adorable. It was like, Timothy was like, wanted to be paul atreides like he wanted to be paul before this was ever like before this was ever like um conceived in anyone's minds that this could ever be a possibility he like followed like news alerts about an adaptation of dune because he specifically knew that he's like i've gotta play paul (laughs) okay one of us one of
1: us (laughs) okay literally (laughs) um should we watch any of the rest of the trailer? (laughs)
0: <laughs> Maybe we should. <laughs> okay.
1: Well the unexpected.
0: Many dangers exist on Arrakis. The unknown <laughs> and incredible secret have been kept on this planet. And the unbelievable meet. I see two great houses few feeling. Where kingdoms are built on earth that moves. We have word sign the likes of which even God has never seen. And skies are filled with fire. The prophecy which will cleanse the universe can bring us out of darkness. Where a young warrior Why? is called upon to free his people. No. A world that holds creation's greatest treasure. He who controls the spice controls the universe and greatest terrors.
1: So we get like the first glimpse of like my boy Kyle (laughs) McLachlan. McLachlan. True. Um, So what just happened here? Like, yeah. Okay. So
0: I just want to point out that that is like such an insane mix of just like so many sounds so many images
1: right like if you're listening to this you're probably like okay well thanks for giving me a bunch of like audio with no visual context and like let me tell you as someone who had visual context i'm
0: even more confused than you are here's the thing i know about dune and i'm like watching this and i'm like what is (laughs) what is actually going on i cannot possibly imagine how somebody who doesn't know about dune and like wants to learn like about even about just like the film not even just about well, right like imagine everything
1: yeah imagine it's 1983 and you're like in a theater watching whatever movie was teen wolf whatever and
0: <laughs> and this 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 trailer comes out and you're like okay if I saw this trailer in a theater and I had like no context, so I didn't know what Dune was, I would have no idea what was going on, which to be fair would make me want to see it. Um, right. So I will give it so, that. But w- I, I, which in I'm, itself is
1: pretty Lynchian if you think about true. it. Okay. okay he's playing, he's playing, he's, play- he's playing mind games with us. He's like calculating. He's sitting in his room <laughs> typing. David away.
0: Lynch can consume some spice himself. And that's his eyes, to-
1: <laughs> his eyes are going bright. <laughs>
0: He's like doing, he's like doing the the thing in 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 Sherlock with like the mind palace, and he's like he's like shifting around but images with his fingers.
1: But instead of instead of like it solving a crime, it's just him doing like the marketing for Dune for his own film. (laughs) Which like I will say, like it ironically probably set up to set up, like, the the precedent for how the movie did, which,
0: actually, let's talk about that. Um, actually, okay, I I do have a question for you. Yes. Um, after having seen this bit of the trailer, uh-huh. I just want to know what do you think happens <laughs> in Dune? Okay, the famous question that everybody loves asking
1: people who, like, have not sort of... Interacted with, like, Dune content, which is, what do you think Dune is about? How dare you turn the tables on me? (laughs) What do I think Dune is about? Okay, I'll tell you. I think Dune (laughs) is about um, a guy named Paul um, who gets his hands on some spice. And he has, like, a -a tete-a-tete with his dad um, who... All I know about that is that it he's played by Oscar Isaac in the new adaptation, meaning that Timmy C is biracial question mark. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay, interesting Okay, interesting. <laughs> and there's a space worm. Sandworm. Whatever. That's okay. all I that's all I think this movie is about. Am I close? I would say
0: like half of that is correct. And half okay, of that hell is Hell yeah. Is pretty off the mark. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like I literally don't blame you at all because this trailer would not help you learn. Well, exactly. Any of what goes on?
1: I mean, perhaps it's not meant to give you a, a summative um, glance at the movie, but rather it causes intrigue. You vibes. That's what it. Dune is about vibes. It's vibes, actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's vibes, actually.
1: <laughs> well, okay. I will say that the concept art is like incredible like the the color scheme the color palette it really is
0: and i love the poster for this dune with like the two like little blue moons in the back. i think it's excellent
1: um i will say that the special effects i'm seeing in the trailer are um what i would call adorable uh, (laughs) which is not (laughs) something you kind of want to hear about special effects in like a high budget sci-fi movie but it was the it was the mid 80s we do what we can right Mm -hmm. like we're doing what we can um <laughs> Wait,
0: didn't the first Star Wars come out in, like, the 70s? The first Star Wars, yeah, came out in 77, I want to say. This came out in 84. So, okay, you know, but- do it that way you will. <coughs> anyways. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was going to be like, oh, but there's budgeting differences, but then I remember that the first Star Wars had, like, no budget. Anyway, it's fine. Um, yeah. We're just going to b- breeze past that. Actually, I actually want to talk about its reception. Um, So... Actually, the film opened in December. It was like very much a Christmas movie. Earned, okay, cute. <laughs> <laughs> earned about $6 million opening weekend, ranking number two in domestic box office behind Beverly Hills Cop. At the end of the run, it had made about $30 million. In 2020, that's like about $76 million. <clears throat> and it was filmed on a $40 million budget. So it's technically considered a box office disappointment because like that's what, like a net of 30 million? Yeah. Um, Oh, JK, sorry. Me, I'm like doing like inflation math in my head. (laughs) Um, No, so it made 30 million in 1984 and it was filmed on a $40 million budget. So it did fall short. Okay, got it. Yeah, so it did lose money. Mm -hmm, Yes. And um, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with um, the film critic... Okay, who am I talking to? I'm talking to Movie Girl. Um, Roger Ebert said that it was a real mess, an incomprehensible, ugly, unstructured, pointless excursion into the murkier realms of one of the most confusing screenplays of all time. The movie's (laughs) plot will no doubt mean more to people who've read Herbert, I guess, is it the author? Yes, yes. Than to those who are walking in cold, and then later named it the worst movie of the year. I've read so many Roger Ebert uh, reviews. I don't think I've ever read one that's that
0: mean. I I love that, like, after this, clearly Hollywood was like, okay, David Lynch, you were never touching, like... Sci-fi You're hybrid. never touching someone else's IP ever again. You're never making a blockbuster ever again. And David Lynch was like, okay, fine. I just want to make Blue Velvet.
1: <laughs> and that's what he did. And that's sort of what was meant to happen. And good for him. What's meant to be is meant to be. Is, I keep saying that. Wait, but also, this is unrelated, but I once read a Roger Ebert, hello, Roger, Roger Ebert uh, um, a review of Ocean's Eleven, where he just called it the perfect movie like 11 times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. And? and- He's right. <laughs> but that's neither. And the here nor man any. doesn't miss. No, the man does not miss. Um I do want to say that it I'm not going to read all of the negative the negative reviews portion of this Wikipedia page is like most of the Wikipedia entries. <laughs> <laughs> but it was nominated for the Academy Award for best sound. Which okay, honestly, like listening to like that intro swell of music, you know, I, I'm you know I'm a score girl, like I love a yeah. good movie score. Of course, um, I, who scored this movie? Do we know? Um, I actually don't know. Music by Toto. Hello, <laughs> okay, hello. Actually, wait, <laughs> ah, what? Yeah, the band Toto, American rock band, and Brian
0: and you know, you know, okay, no way, Brian, you know, and Toto. Okay, somewhere in the back of my head, this piece of information had to have existed. It must have. Was just have. like covered up, well, covered it- up by all of the other wrinkles in my brain that I gained <laughs> from <laughs> from trying to read and understand. Dude, he <laughs> got buried. These get mixed around
1: in there That's all what the here. time. That's why I'm here. Well, I mean, that that kind of tracks because Toto, like Toto, is a is a quote unquote American rock band, but like it's comprised of like mostly like actual like orchestral musicians. Yeah, and I
0: mean, Brian Eno is like...
1: Yeah, the guy. He's Brian
0: Eno. (laughs) The guy.
1: Yeah, you're right. Anyways, so um, we forgot to actually say this in the beginning, but Dune is, in fact, a book series by one Frank Herbert.
0: Yeah, okay. So Frank Herbert, in fact, wrote six books in the Dune series. And I bet you didn't didn't even know that. I bet you didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) And I... Okay, I'm going to be completely real here i know very little about the rest of the series i know like a little bit about dune messiah which is the second book in the series yeah um i famously purchased it and have not read it yet okay um but i do know that frank herbert died after he finished writing the sixth book in the series his son brian herbert kind of like picked up where he left off and now like still writes like still writes new original material for the dune no. universe. Many consider only the Frank Herbert ones to be um what we would say is valid. So the the By original s- s- six.
1: Oh my god. Oh my god, Emily. Emily, father yeah. son conflict question mark. Okay. <laughs> okay, prophecy. Okay. Me knows nothing about dune. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so there's six books in the series. Yeah. And you've read the first one. You've taken like a glimpse into the... No, you've taken a glimpse into the universe, and your eyes have glowed briefly. Exactly. They're,
0: they're like they're they're starting to like turn a little bit blue. Right. Um, like I am looking... I haven't looking. gotten to like the whites of my eyes turning blue just yet, <laughs> yeah. but we're like getting there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So do you think that you are going to read like the rest of the series?
0: Yeah, I think so. That's eventually a goal of mine. Oh, wait, um, and I wait. know that like later on in the series, like it picks up, it goes past like Paul and it goes like it, uh, it goes like generations ahead well, eventually.
1: I, I understand your hesitance because right now is about Paul. True. Like we're not done with Paul. This is the year of Paul, this many would the... say. <laughs> many would say that, you know. And like we have to pay homage to Kyle, Kyle's Paul. Of and we have to we have to prepare our bodies and minds and souls for Timmy's Paul. Tell me a little bit about Paul Atreides. I feel like I'm like a journalist
0: interviewing you. You're like the Dune expert. Paul Atreides is interesting. He's it's like from his point of view that Dune is told. Dune the book. He is sort of a prince. Um, His father Leto Atreides, who will be played by Oscar Isaac, is the the duke. I'm snapping. Duke of House Atreides, Um, and sort of like their family has been given um well they originally come from this planet called Caladan which is a very um lush and like filled with water planet very mm-hmm. much what arrakis is not um and they sort of because of political reasons um the emperor there's like a grand like emperor over um i guess we'll just say the, the whole universe if we may the whole um, universe <laughs> and there are like sub like there are like strong um, families that hold a lot of power in this universe namely the one that we're concerned with aside from the Atreides family is the Harkonnens who um, are sort of very power hungry and want to sort of take over from the Atreides family but the Atreides family is given sort of they're sort of given Arrakis to um, control I what do we call this um, reign rule yeah so it's like um runs yeah it's like their land they're like the like their, their domain Duke over exactly it's their domain is arrakis um famously the only planet that produces spice so
1: it's also like the very beginning of the book
0: dune <laughs> also no <known. laughs> <laughs> the way that they said it in the trailer
1: while she was making direct eye contact with you classic Amazing. I I
0: love to be told that, um, with direct eye contact. (laughs) (laughs) Paul has grown up like as a prince, but also he's in this weird, um, position where his mother is not the Duchess. She's a concubine actually (gasps) who, um, his father won't marry, even though she's like the one that he's like in love with or like that's Mm -hmm. like implied. Um, she is a very important character in Dune herself. Um, she is a member. Okay, here's where we're getting to this. She's a member of the Benny Jeserit, which is going
1: dune mode.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she's a member of the Benny Jeserit, which is the aforementioned group of like, um, quote unquote witches, or that's who they're called yes. by like others, like outside of this. And they're mm-hmm. like a group of women who hold all of this like knowledge about the workings, kind of of. You know what? I'm gonna need to consult. <laughs> <for the> <laughs> Really of the Benny jesserit. So Emily, Emily Okay, here just I'm pulling out. out the book, <laughs> 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 pulling out my handy copy to flip to the glossary in the back to see what Frank Herbert himself has to say about the about, about the Benny the Benny the, the, the ancient school of mental and physical training established primarily for female students after the okay after the Butlerian Jihad destroyed the so-called thinking oh. machines and robots. The thinking machines and robots, of course, being the computers that don't exist in this world. So they hold all of the knowledge that is very important. Wait, here. but I kind of love like a commitment to a
1: conceit. You know what I mean? Like they were yeah. really like, they're were, like, "We're this is a concept and we're running with it. Yeah. They, they are witches.
0: Also by the way also like all of these terms like Benny Jeserit and then we'll get to like a lot of other ones we'll talk about the Quisats Haderach and like all oh of these God. Fremen I'm um, getting I'm getting tingles <laughs> exactly all of these terms are just kind of thrown at you and um they're They're like you just kind of have to pick up on context what they mean. I like that though. There's a glossary in the back.
1: I like that though. I don't like when it I don't like when there's like exposition for every new term that like people like have when they're worlds building in a book. And I'm like, okay, you think I'm (laughs) stupid? You think I don't know how to do context clues? Exactly. Okay, I don't know why I keep talking in question marks, but I hope that it is fun for everyone.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I just hope we're all enjoying ourselves. <laughs> so that's sort of who they are. And Paul. Um, Paul's mother is a member of the Bene Gesserit, but mm-hmm. she kind of also has her own agenda, which is that she wants her son and she thinks that her son is sort of the chosen one. The chosen one in this case being the Kwisatz Haderach, which is of course a male who will eventually gain all of this knowledge and you know sort of lead usher in like a new um era become sort of a messiah like figure hence book two dune messiah (gasps) eventually full circle full Mm -hmm. circle exactly exactly so that's where paul is at he's like a prince his mother mm. has like things planned for him that right. he doesn't really know just yet. And this is still like at the very beginning, this is still mm. where we are at the very beginning of the book and they're on Caladan and they're about to move to Arrakis. So he's going from this kind of sheltered life on this very lush planet. He's never been wants for anything really. Um, and his father is kind of out of the loop a little bit. He just knows that they're going to Arrakis and he thinks everything's going to be all good and fine there. Um, Spoiler alert. It's not. I don't not. think it is. <laughs> <laughs> um it it wasn't fine, actually. A
1: sci-fi protagonist origin story is really like, what if what if there was a troubled marriage? And then, <laughs> True. Actually, doing Dune, Oscar Isaac playing the part of the Atreides dad, mm-hmm. um, is him sort of sort of lubing us for his performance in scenes from a marriage. Mm-hmm
0: okay stew in that okay yes
1: if you will i'm a cinema genius
0: (laughs) (laughs) i i will in fact be considering this yeah let's also say just like as an aside here this is like the the actress who will be playing timothy's mother in the villeneuve movie um rebecca ferguson is like she's like in her 30s she i do not buy her as (laughs) timothy chalamet's mother (laughs) how old is way too young how old is Oscar? He's like forty something, right? I couldn't tell you. Yeah, forty something sounds right. Okay, that's like that could be possibly like young dad vibes. It could be okay. Like I buy him as like dad. I don't buy Rebecca yeah, as, as his
1: mother. Birthday. Rebecca playing. Rebecca playing. So in this, I'm guessing he's like twenty one to twenty four years old. Like in this movie. Yeah,
0: he's a young adult. We'll say. And then
1: his like mother, who's like fully like thirty two years old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're giving me
0: very Gilmore Girls vibes. Um, yeah. By the way, living on the planet Caladan, going to the planet Arrakis. Yeah, their names are Paul and Jessica. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, that's Lady Jessica. Okay, um, I, like w- realizing things. <laughs> i Like realizing,
1: marinating in all this like revelation. Um, one of the first sort of like like visuals I've ever gotten of June is the the end credits scene of the 1984 film. Where the first person in the credit scene is Lady Jessica, with her bright, glowing eyes staring directly into your soul, and then yeah. it says like, "Character as Lady Jessica," and then yes. like I, like that sort of burned into my retinas. True. Those ending credits really are. Um, they special. I just cannot stress the like the magnitude of eye con- unbreaking eye contact.
0: It's true. See, this is David Lynch's genius. That, that's what I'm saying. Work. You
1: know, like, why am I doing this podcast episode about Dune that I care about so much? I've not even <laughs> read or seen a single second of it. I don't want anyone listening to this thinking that I'm like a big Lynch head. I'm not. <laughs> okay, I like liked Twin Peaks. Okay, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> okay, is that, is that a crime? <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll say it. <laughs> Twin Peaks was pretty good. <laughs> I'm going to continue this interview.
1: Let me ask you something. Yeah, okay. What is, what is the, what is the plot here? Like what, like what's the end game for Paul?
0: There's definitely like a very classic sort of, um, I don't know, maybe it isn't actually. I was going to say like a very classic hero's journey. So like in many ways, yes, but also um, it's a little subverted as well. I feel like one of the parts of this book ends with like Paul getting sort of like, a realization like he just like comes to like some um epiphany we'll say and that like very much informs like the rest of this book where he becomes like a messiah basically there's really no other way to say it that's like the religious element well i have to ask you
1: do we we think that this is a jesus allegory um wait actually before i even ask that question i'll ask you this is paul Does Paul endure as a good guy or is he complexly villainous? I
0: really like that you asked this question Um, because (laughs) in Dune, yes, he remains as a good guy. Dune Messiah is very controversial because supposedly in that one, it sort of flips the narrative. He kind of um, becomes very much corrupted as a figure. And so for for that reason people the reception for dune messiah was way worse than the reception for dune people were like i can't believe what you've done to my beloved hero paul atreides yeah it's the 60s and the 70s people don't know what an
1: anti-hero is they don't have the stomach for it they think that they think that things are eggs and ham i don't even know what it means okay okay
0: Let's yeah, switch. I also feel like like real like real dune heads here. Um the oh ones who I aspire to one day be more like are like losing their minds right now. They're like I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> You've never read past the original dune. You have no idea what you're talking about.
1: And you about would here. dare to sit here and record yourself talk about the Duneiverse? Ridiculous. Let's okay, I want to pivot from the 84 version to to the 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 movie, the Once in Future movie, the twenty twenty one adaptation by uh, f- how do you pronounce his very French name <laughs> Villeneuve. 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 All right. Okay. If we were doing like one of those like fifth grade assignments, compare and contrast. What are like the key points you would hit? Like, okay, obviously you've seen the eighty four version. Nobody, no one has seen. Yeah. So actually, let's remedy that for for us a little bit. Let's watch. The trailer, I'll play it here.
0: There's something happening to me. There's something awakening in my mind. I can't control it. What did you see? There's a crusade coming. Do you often dream things that happen just as you dream them? Yes. The test is simple. Remove your hand from the box. And you die. What's in the box? Pain. You inherit too much power. You have proven you can rule yourself. Now you must learn to rule others. Something none of your ancestors learned.
1: Okay, so how are we feeling? How is everyone feeling? (laughs) I'm feeling good. Well, first of all, I just want to point out that the composer who did the score for this movie is Hans Zimmer, Hans Zimmer, and um real real Zimmerheads will know <laughs> that is very signature of him to start with that like what like that like sort of bells like sound in the beginning if you've ever sort of seen the cult classic pirates of the caribbean <laughs> okay <laughs> um that's my little that's my little contribution to this thing that i have no idea about
0: you asked who zendaya's character was and that's a good question because up until this point we really haven't even gotten to that part of it but she is a very important character actually um but she doesn't kind of come in until after a lot of expository stuff she kind of comes in around the middle of the book her name is Chani 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 um I think they say Chani in the 1984 one i guess i should remember how they actually pronounce her character's name
1: for um, for those of you who are listening at home i don't know why i keep saying that like whatever because you couldn't see the trailer um there is a woman in the 1984 trailer that kyle mclaughlin's paul was making out with and i sort of yeah. forgot to ask about who that lovely lady was mm-hmm. So i'm assuming that's channy yes okay that's correct
0: go on go on professor And she is the member of a group of people called the Fremen. And they are the um, sort of, I guess you would call them the natives of Arrakis. They live deep (laughs) in the actual desert part. Um, So this is like a way. So because like Paul and his and the Atreides family, like, come to the planet as royalty, essentially. They live in, like, this palace, and they are pretty sheltered from the very difficult life that, um, Arrakis actually is, because it's basically an entire (gasps) desert planet. Oh my god, it's a book about imperialism. Yes. (laughs) I'm getting it, ladies, I'm getting it. She's getting it. Um, so, (laughs) Yeah. So like everyone else on this planet, like takes very, um, very strict and like very complex measures to basically collect all of the water sources that they possibly can on this planet, because it's a very scarce and very precious resource. Um, So the Atreides family basically doesn't have to worry about it um, up in their palace, but the Fremen are sort of experts at navigating the desert and like collecting water they wear like these special suits so those are like the really um the funky ones that you see in this trailer famously the one that um Kyle McLaughlin in the 1984 one did a a promotional photograph of with like the nipple windows Um. (laughs) (laughs) everything every single promotional item I see from that
1: movie just feels like like it was edited later to be like a funny meme yeah so it, I it, of, it
0: would seem, like that,
1: that. And, and that in itself is just a Lynchian intrigue. <clears throat> do do we think do, do we think this movie is going to be like memeable? Because I feel like this one takes itself very seriously.
0: But it I does feel like- take itself very seriously. But I feel like just like the actual like subject matter itself, even when you are taking it super serious, there's just like a lot of stuff that's so Camp. ridiculous that you you have to. You have to laugh a little. It's camp, you have actually. to have some fun.
1: <laughs> you have to have some fun with it. <laughs> you you can't get too bogged up at the details. Exactly. Um, but I would just like to kind of bring attention to that one part where that lady was like, "If you take your hand out of the box, you die." And he's like, "Yeah." What's in the box? And she's like pain and then like he starts twitching because something isn't the- is it bugs I, I just wanted to know
0: <laughs> that's a really good question i don't think it's bugs it's not really explained exactly what it is but it is a very very painful sensation that happens to him when he puts his hand in the box
1: oh yes i for- I forgot that like a lot of this stuff is like mind like stuff like yeah. it's like forces you cannot see galaxy braining. Exactly. <laughs> Girl bossing exactly. and girl bossing and galaxy
0: braining. And that woman who's administering that test, um, which is called the Gomjabar test, mm-hmm. the actual Gomjabar itself is that needle thing that's like at his neck and that uh-huh. will kill him if he like moves or like flinches, which is the instinct, you know, when you're inflicted with all of this pain. Right. She is um, a reverend mother of the Benny Gesserit. So.
1: Oh, I see. So, so what is he doing in that scene? He's like, he's like getting tested to be like a the Basically, if he
0: passes, then it's like a good indicator that he might be like this chosen one. Like, it's not a for sure thing, but it's like he has to pass it in order for that to even be considered. Mm -hmm. Interesting.
1: Okay, so I'm learning a lot about this movie. I still sort of don't understand what it's about, (laughs) which is totally fair. Let me ask you this. When you watched the 84 version from beginning to end, I'm assuming that's what mm-hmm. you did. Did you come away with... You, uh, wait, actually, this is cheating because you read
0: the book first, right? I, I did read the book first. Okay, so, so I, I feel did like have you, all the context in place. So you but kind I, of
1: you have did the homework, so. Yeah, so to say. If this were like a school metaphor, you would, be the, you would be the kid who did the assigned reading, rolled up to class and was like participating. And I would be like, I read... The outside cover of the book and some spark notes about it. You're very much the jock in
0: this scenario. Oh yes. my <laughs>
1: god! Okay, thank you for saying that because I think that I think that that could be a real role for me. Just in in all like conversations about culture, is just like the jock who does it like effortlessly. He does it all. all. <laughs> I think that it works. I think that it works. And you're like the one nerd that I wouldn't bully because you like
0: help me like with my homework. Aw, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> if we went to high school together And I was a jock and you were a nerd I <laughs> wouldn't bully you <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> That's so pure and that's, that's, really what, that's really what
1: Dune is about Like bringing jocks and nerds together It's about the friends we made along the way <laughs> Okay um, This is actually a really good time for uh, an ad I mean, do, do you get Let's, let's kind of run that baby And we'll be right back
0: will be born all of civilization depends on it the future i can see it i must not fear fear is the mind killer my lord duke where the fear is gone
1: only I will remain. <laughs> no, no do, your, do your little monologue.
0: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will allow it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear is gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. Oh, my God. Chills. Okay, also, I just wanted to point out for anyone listening that
1: Emily did sort of do that off book like that was off the dome <laughs> like it was off the dome they were like staring at me making unbreaking eye contact. <laughs> oh my God, you've been
0: taking the spice
1: <laughs> which actually
0: which actually shifts um the 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 roles in that earlier high school scenario. I would absolutely be getting shoved into a locker. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, i guess like i would save you because i'm like <laughs> there's like something here with this nerd like Absolutely. like like you like you come over for like um like chips and to do the history homework or project <laughs> with me and then you see like the comic books in my room and you're like you read fucking whatever man too and i'm like yeah i love them but i don't don't tell anyone at school you're like yeah nbd where is richard linklater when you need him <laughs> I have a pitch, Richard. Ethan Hawke as the dad. Of, oh my god. Like, <laughs> Jacob Tremblay as the son. Movie. <laughs> Back to the trailer. Um, Timmy most compelling. I still, I think you know, there's there's rarely a time when I watch like an adaptation of something and I'm like, yeah, like the the adaptation like actor is doing the most that they can, but you know, I've never been like oh, this is just as good as the OG. It From the first moment he's in there, you're like... He's
0: a star. He's
1: like, he's stolen the show. <laughs>
0: you're like, and this then, boy is a star.
1: And then Zendaya is just like... She's a star. She's a star and Oscar. Like, let's just start to talk about the cast of this, which is crazy to me. Stacked. I stacked. Stacked. St- stacked on stacks. Timothy and Zendaya, obviously. Is it Zendaya or Zendaya? I feel like I'm saying it wrong.
0: I always say Zendaya.
1: I've heard Zendaya as well. Um, Re- Rebecca Ferguson plays Lady Jessica. Jason Momoa plays somebody called Duncan Idaho. Duncan Idaho. Um, Oscar Isaac plays Lido Uh Stellan Skarsgård is in this. He plays one of the um the
0: yeah. He plays uh, the Baron Vladimir Harkonnen. Harkonnen. He's like he's like the the major villain player in this story.
1: If there's something that Stellan Skarsgård loves to do is play like a blonde guy who is the villain. Unless it's Mamma Mia, then he's not. Only gone.
0: okay. So remember how um, in the 1984 one, I said that the villain was like very like, just like made to be as like disgusting looking as possible. Like he has like pustules on like his face. Uh-huh. He's like uh-huh. very greasy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stellan basically had to transform himself into that. Um, and you don't really see him. I don't think you see him in this original trailer, but he shows up. I think in a later one. It's very shocking actually.
1: I'm not surprised. I'm afraid of what the Skarsgård boys do, you know? Yeah. They like they like transform. They like do method acting. It's true. They all love playing villains and abusers. It's really scary. Yeah. Um, Dave Bautista is in this randomly. Mm-hmm man give a man a marvel movie and he'll ask for a glass of milk
0: <laughs> well okay if you'll recall he was also in blade runner 2049 so oh, you know shit okay controversial opinion that was a good movie even
1: though it tanked box office like hella hard it
0: was an excellent movie i just like sorry if
1: you don't like if you don't like blade runner 2049 you didn't like blade runner i don't know what And to that's tell you. why
0: Villeneuve is the one to do the dune adaptation a- so,
1: exactly exactly oh my god is dave bautista a Villeneuve girl?
0: maybe okay sorry oh my so God, i hadn't even considered
1: if you're listening along we have a we have a theory is that uh, so so there's greta's girls greta gerwig and her girls uh timothy and sarsha ronan and then sometimes she loans them to wes anderson but that's neither here nor there and mm-hmm. then and then and then there's um we were was, talking about robert eggers robert robert Robert
0: seems Choosing his girls for sure, so he's,
1: Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, so he's he's in the he's in the midst of choosing his girls right now for sure, Anya Taylor Joy and Willem Defoe. Mm-hmm. But I think that Rob Pattinson. Subscribe to my Substack to hear more. But um Rob Pattinson is a huge contender. He's definitely
0: he's definitely one of Eggers' girls. Okay, classic example Lynch's girls: Kyle MacLachlan, Laura Dern. Exactly, exactly. Okay, this is why we have a
1: podcast. Like you get. What I'm putting down okay. Also, another shout out to um Marvel Josh Brolin, which many of you might know as Thanos, um, is in this as well. That's an interesting one to me. Yeah, I don't know. It's a choice. He he has gravitas, so I will give him that. He knows how to deliver a line. Mm-hmm. Javier Bardem is in this because he's always yes. he's always like a good choice for a sci fi. I feel like he has the panache. Um, yeah. this guy, David Dost Malkian, he I feel like was also in, like, not a Marvel movie, but, like, a Marvel show. Um, or may- maybe he... Whatever. It doesn't matter. Why are there so many Marvel girls in here? That's insane. <laughs> we did not really talk about Jason Momoa. I just said he was playing Duncan Idaho. But, like, uh-huh. like Jason Momoa is intriguing to me because... He is not very good at what he does, but he continues to sort of do it. And that in itself is a little bit admirable to me.
0: I'll say this about him. Earlier, we did say that in Dune, you have to have fun. Duncan, Idaho, is definitely a character where you get to have fun. And is I think that Jason Momoa is going to be... He's going to be having the fun? He's going to be having a blast in
1: this movie. Okay I mean I mean uh, to go from Aquaman where I feel like the box is very narrow and you like get your lines and you deliver them and you flex your pectoral
0: muscles and go He definitely had a blast in that movie as well I <laughs> <So> make <laughs> make of that what you will uh, like an image came to my mind a couple of days ago when I was thinking about um, what this movie will turn out to be because you getting, like, so getting like you' getting hyped up. You getting, like, Dune Visions? like t- <laughs> t- <laughs> <laughs> Back to the, the Mind Palace. <laughs> because this has been, like, delayed so much and it had so much buildup even before it was ever delayed in terms of release date, um, mm-hmm. just because, like, it obviously took a while to even make. Mm-hmm. Lynn, like, I've been, like, hyping myself up for it for basically a sustained, like, what, three years or so? Oh, my God. Um, at least, <laughs> right? <laughs> Lord. That sounds about right um so yeah the the question has come to my mind what if it's bad actually Ah! (laughs) but I think like more than anything and this is the vision that actually came to me was flashback to Kanye West (laughs) (laughs) okay where is this going on stage and he's going he's holding up He's holding up an Oscar that he's um, <laughs> that he's uh, sort of accepting on behalf of uh, everyone who created this film, just for the purpose of, you know, the effect that it will have, where he goes up to the stage and he says, a lot of people were wondering what would happen, what I would do if this movie was bad. He holds up the award, he goes, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> I just like had like an obscene
1: like vision of just like someone casting Kanye in this movie. <laughs> wow, that that would be the greatest crossover event in human history.
0: Yeah, speaking of like the music, by the way, we didn't even discuss the fact <laughs> oh, that oh this... my god, the Pink Floyd remix playing in the <laughs> we background. We didn't even discuss that eclipse, Aww. famously from Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> it gets, like, a remix. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Pink
1: Floyd like until the day i don't even know if they're still alive they were like big in the 70s right some so of them like- are
0: some of them are but they're like they're like broken up roger waters like tours and does his own thing right um, right famously that was my first concert was roger waters that makes the wall. that makes okay, a lot of s- emily lore
1: yeah that makes a lot of sense for you that's very emily lore um yeah no the music so i think it works I mean, it's like cringe, but it it, kind of gives advice of like, you know, like in Bridgerton, like they play, I I don't even know if you've watched it yet, but like in Bridgerton, they play the vitamin string quartet, like versions of all these songs. So it's like set in like the 18, like 20s or something. But then it's like, um, thank you next on like a string quartet is playing. you're (laughs) You're like, you're like, you're like, okay, we love a sort of in
0: universe joke. Like, you know. It feels like that a little bit, except like, in the Duneverse, Pink Floyd would be ancient. <laughs> it would be like, "This was in the time of uh, of the the thinking machines."
1: Okay, true. Oh yeah, this is like so into the future that there's it's the past. I think this is too galaxy brain,
0: <laughs> right? No, adding it, Pink Floyd as an element on
1: top of this, adding okay, like it's like it's like where do you place Pink Floyd in the Duneverse? They're like Gregorian chants, like, to us. <laughs> right? Like we're. We're like, we're like, yeah, yeah, like bro- Friar Lawrence or whatever was mm-hmm. up here mm-hmm. sort of uh, hitting those chimes and chanting those rhymes.
0: Oh, my oh God. Here's the thing is that computers may have been destroyed, but David Gilmore guitar solos still live on.
1: They live on in the hearts and minds and souls and DNA of many. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why I started just like promoting Pink Floyd.
0: <laughs> stream Pink Floyd? I don't know if you've heard of that. <laughs> Maybe the- stream a little album called dark side of the moon (laughs) if i were doing if we were doing a radio show i'd be like
1: it's a little something for the pink floyd heads out there and start playing the trailer
0: (laughs) that's also how i know that this was made for me because this is a part of of also my own personal lore right absolutely it's like it's your whole deal and there's also just this premise Mm -hmm. which is that dune has never been successfully adapted to the screen many would say and, and it, it's like in, it's considered to be an impossible task as well.
1: Definitely, you're right. Like it does set up this precedent that like June is the movie that like is never going to get made in like a whole way, and the the drama, the intrigue, the lore of the 2021 and adaptation in itself lends to like so much of that. Okay, so like the the timeline of how the movie was being released and no, then not released was really, really dramatic. So Yeah, it was pretty messy. So originally it was supposed to be released on November 20th, 2020, but then was pushed back to December 18th, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was delayed again, this time to October 2021, and then all this shit was happening, right, because of... COVID. Yeah. Um, but so in December of 2020, Warner Brothers announced that Dune would be streamed simultaneously on the HBO Max uh service for one month, after yes. which it would be removed and then it would be released in a regular scheduling yeah period.
0: Along with, by the way, every Warner Brothers film released right. this year. <clears right. <clears <throat>
1: And I mean, like, did did it did that affect box office like that much? I, I don't pay attention to that until like two years after the fact. So uh, honestly, I, I haven't yes. really
0: paid attention much either.
1: In in sort of the drama, the the part the part where the drama starts happening is where, um, in response to this news that it's going to be released in streaming, Villeneuve um, writes a column in uh, Variety saying streaming can produce great content, but not movies of Dune's scope and scale. Warner Brothers' decision means Dune won't have the chance to perform financially in order to be viable, and piracy will ultimately triumph. Which, like, calm down.
0: Okay, okay I love how he's talking about like box office and also piracy. piracy. When like you would think that like the thing that he would be talking about is like the classic like filmmaker like this has to be being a surround the big sound screen. big screen. <laughs> exactly. No, I know,
1: but it's just silly. It's like what is this 1994 where you're like scared that people are gonna be like ripping it off
0: and selling it the thing is i would buy the argument about like this has to be seen on a big screen because like yeah there's like a lot of like a huge scope to this thing but like like would you
1: you wouldn't download a car
0: yeah i would yeah i would (laughs) (laughs) um anyway
1: so villanova says my team and i devoted more than three years of our lives to make it a unique big screen experience hey
0: us too david Do you know how much of my life that I've devoted to just like personally hyping up this movie on my personal Twitter?
1: Do you know, do you know how much I've thought about Dune as a person who has not consumed any Dune content (laughs) my entire life? Like, come on. Our movies, image and sound were meticulously designed to be seen in theaters. Okay. I get that. Like I would lead with that. Definitely lead with that. Like, I understand like as an artist, you're like, yeah, like my movie was sort of not made to be seen on your like, like thirteen by like a ten inch laptop, which yeah sure
0: that's neither. Also very Lynchian, day. by the way. <laughs> he has like a famous interview where he's like, "You can't watch something on your fucking telephone," and he calls it a <laughs> telephone, which I love.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like history repeats itself. The students become the teachers. I'm messing up
0: the meanings of all these phrases. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. No, um, it's very much a passing of the baton in in every way,
1: right? And then and then David David Lynch is like you know like if you're gonna have my movie, you have to have my opinion about how movies should be watched. Exactly. What's his
0: first name? <laughs> <laughs> I just called him David. It's Dennis. It's Dennis, but I don't know if it's pronounced Dennis or if it's pronounced Denis. Denny. <laughs> Denis Villeneuve. Denny. Enough. I should have
1: read that quote in a French accent, but
0: I didn't know how offensive
1: <laughs> that would be. Okay, so before this like completely slips my mind, I do need to touch upon so earlier when I was addressing the Zimmerheads, mm-hmm. I forgot to sort of um, you know, bring this up is that uh for the first dune trailer, like you're you're hear what we basically played for you, you're hearing it. Um Zimmer concocted the um the cover of Pink Floyd's Eclipse by And I want you to sort of take a breath and sit down for this. Um, Kind of conducting a 32 person choir via FaceTime because it was COVID times. Via fucking FaceTime, my dude.
0: I can't even. Like, I don't understand how that actually even works. Cause I like, I'm just thinking about the limits of technology and I just like don't. Well, like, like, I. That is actually just like, I don't, it's some sort of. Right, like, witchcraft he has some sort of like supernatural ability to <laughs> yeah, to work technology in his favor he was able to do that well both. i'm sure i'm sure he has like
1: a hefty team of producers like but like i'm thinking about like i'm thinking about like you and me like talking over facetime and me trying to like record that to like make a like a homemade diy podcast episode and like, <laughs> yeah that in itself gives me a fever so i can't even fucking imagine how he was like all 32 of you are gonna facetime in and it's like I mean, like, the lag and all of that must have been accounted for because I'm, I'm assuming what is happening is everybody's being simultaneously recorded in time and not, like,
0: not like in person. I'm just, like, picturing every single person, like like, being detected as, like, the speaker and, like, it's just, like, switching between everyone's faces, it's, like, like t- rapidly as they're, like, singing.
1: We never got to the sandworm. <laughs> and, like, now it's, like, it's, like... I, I'm, it, sorry, I'm initiated into the dune
0: universe and I don't know about the sandworm. I've sat here in this chair for, what, like two hours now at this point, like speaking to you about Dune. And like, I feel like, I feel like I've both covered a lot and like haven't even scratched the surface. have covered which
1: anything. Yeah, which exactly. is
0: perfectly summed up by the fact that we haven't even covered the sandworm. And that was like the whole thing, like, even when I was going into Dune, I was like, somehow there's a worm involved. Let me ask you this. Bringing it back to the beginning, we we knew somehow there's a the worm, worm involved. And all of this has happened. And I haven't even explained how the worm is involved. Let I mean, me, let me. You know, I don't me... think I even really want to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just go ahead and watch the movie. Why don't you? I think you? at this point
0: you have to figure out how right. the worm is involved. Okay. Okay. So
1: closing thoughts so okay probably this episode is going to come out after the movie comes out when is the movie coming out october 20 something october 22nd the same the same day as the french dispatch
0: yeah famously
1: it's like Villeneuve or Villeneuve or (laughs) Or wes anderson Anderson.
0: battle it out in the box (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i will have like succeeded in my job here um if you can like Tell me what you think June is about. Okay. Okay. So it's
1: it's futuristic. It's almost too galaxy brained. It's so far into the future. It's the past, practically. Mm -hmm. There's like, there's like sort of like magic stuff, but they don't like call it like magic stuff. It's just like a like a natural part of their lives. Mm -hmm. And there's like elements of like I feel like imperialism and also. A lot of um tests and like journeys um yep. of man versus self, but also man versus environment, aka mm-hmm. the sand the sandworm. Um yep. and like like court intrigues and like politics. Absolutely.
0: And I've like intentionally tried to say as little as possible about right. what happens basically from The halfway point to the end of this Because there's like way more wild stuff That happens and I just like Kind of want you to be like surprised I mean
1: I, I applaud your restraint because I feel like whenever I talk about anything I'm like so here's What happens from point A to point like Z like here's
0: a here's a and normally the i'm the same way too but literally the problem with dune is there's just like literally too much to even be there's able to there's just
1: that. it's like point a to one to alpha to roman numerals to <laughs>
0: as evidenced by this very podcast right
1: it's like there's no way that this was linear in any way i'm excited yeah. I you know like i guess like the fun thing for me going into this is that i will be watching the movie probably like not like imax but like prop. Maybe, you know, like, who knows? Mm -hmm. Um, But I will be very much going with, like, no expectations. Like, I haven't read the book. I haven't seen the 84 version. Um, I'm just like, yeah, I'm about to see Timmy C and Zendaya just sort of duking it out in the galaxy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that is exciting for me. So, but I mean, like, the question that everybody wants to know, um, I guess, like, we can't even answer. Because, like, when this episode comes out, the movie has had will have come out, but right now it hasn't. Time is funny that way.
0: Very much so.
1: Um, So, I mean, I guess really we can't answer it, but like, I guess like if you're listening to this, you can answer it. Like, dude, is it, is it
0: good actually? (laughs) And me preemptively, I'm just going to say, yeah, absolutely. And if this aged poorly, I will simply ignore all of the haters to me, no matter what it's good actually. Hey, because you know what? The book is good actually. And the legacy of Dune is absolutely good actually. A lot of people wanted to know like what I would do, what I would think if this movie turned out to be bad. But hey, I guess we'll never know. (laughs)